Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Seasons greetings. You're listening to another episode of the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Mosier. And we are breaking down the greatest songs in modern music history. They ain't great till we say they're great, but we're going to tell you why they are, why we love them, and why we think you should love them too. Let's get right into uh, today's podcast. First of all, thank you so much for listening wherever you are. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for everybody who sent us good reviews and positive comments. We thank you so much. Let us know what songs you want to hear us do next uh, and uh, and what songs you believe deserve a spot in the pantheon of great songs, uh, according to Robin JP. So today we got a big one. I know this is one of your uh, personal favorite artists Absolutely. And, and probably personal favorite songs. Why don't you tell us what we're getting into uh, today? today? We're going to be talking about Maybe I'm Amazed by Paul McCartney, um, most the notably one. of Paul McCartney and Wings. Absolutely. Um, he, for those of you that are big Wings fans yeah. out there. I'm a big Wings fan, uh, but not, it's not more better. the food. Like I like <laughs> Buffalo Wings. Ah, dude. Um, favorite chicken wing place. My, uh. Oh. Oh, uh, you know what? I, when I was a teenager, I used to get Domino's Pizza and yeah, get their Wing wings. Yeah, Wing Street. No, Wing Street's the, Pizza Hut. Sorry. Wing Street's Pizza Hut. Yeah, um, and I would get Domino's wings and dip the pizza in the hot wing sauce. If you I, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, do you have a favorite uh, flavor? No. I'm a spicy garlic or a Parmesan garlic. Guy. I got I got spicy garlic wings from uh, Little Caesars one time, and it made me want to die. Oh, so I haven't everything from Little Caesars is wrong. Me and my yeah, wife terrible. actually did a wing fest one night where we ate Domino's Pizza Hut wings uh, wing stop. We, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, we did like eight different oh, wing places. Wingy dingy. Oh my gosh. And we voted and the consensus, <laughs> we did This eight, is just you and your wife. Me and my wife and two friends. Okay. And, uh, we did, uh, we voted and at the end, everybody put Little Caesars as their last. That I was definitely last. Totally It was like a bonus it. round. Like, oh, Little Caesars. Now watch, we we're probably on the verge of a Little Caesars sponsorship. sponsorship. I know. They're like, hot ready. Five, this is about a $5 podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's about, that's about the quality. That, and we just blew it. We just blew it. Sorry. Caesar. Sorry, Mr. Um, Caesar. But the song we we're talking about, maybe I'm amazed. Let's hear a little clip. All right, here it is. Maybe I'm amazed the way you love me all the time. Maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you. Maybe I'm amazed the way you pulled me out of time. You hung me on the line. Maybe I'm amazed the way I really. There it is. Maybe I'm amazed by Paul McCartney, obviously founding member, legendary member of the Beatles uh, and member of Paul McCartney and Wings, um, who honestly, he had a pretty good second career with Wings. Absolutely. I mean, you can't really laugh at what Wings did as a band. Huge Wings fan. I really like Wings. Actually, let's jump right in. Can we jump into the Meet the Band? Let's do it. On Wings. Hey, let's meet the band. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. 
Okay, the re- that we'll preface it with actually on the original recording, McCartney played every instrument yeah. on the original. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at your McCartney vinyl, as am I, um, you will see he actually played every instrument on the original. And this is McCartney being the first album post Beatles for correct. McCartney. Um, and actually, uh, well, we'll talk on that here in a minute. But uh, yeah, this, so he played every instrument on the original recording, but the one that you hear on the radio, if you do hear it, is the Wings recording on. Wings over America, right? Is the is so. Let's meet that so, band. Okay, so put it in uh, uh, chronological context here. Sure. McCartney one is released in 1970 and produced no singles. There were no Correct. singles produced off that album. The live version that we're about to talk about, that you're about to talk about, meaning the band with Wings, was recorded in 1976. Yes. So six years after the song actually came out, it became a hit. It's when it got popular. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Let's meet the band from Wings. Uh, Paul on piano and yeah. vocals. Uh, Linda, who actually, uh, Linda McCartney, um, his wife, who actually did sing on the original, so she is on the original, um, also sings vocals on there, um, on the, the, on the Wings Over America one. Bass, uh, Denny Lane, he is the founding member of the Moody Blues. Really? So, Denny Lane on bass. Okay. Um, Jimmy McCullough on lead guitar, found nothing of notoriety other than he died very young uh, on drugs. Um, he had a drug overdose, but had never used I never had a history of drugs prior to his overdose. Wow. It was like he took a chance once or twice and done. Ooh. So that's a lesson to all you out there. But Listen I wanna, up, kids. But I do want to talk about the drummer, uh, Joe it. English. Huge Joe English fan. Okay. Um, he had probably one of my top five favorite Christian albums ever, which I brought. It's <laughs> called Press On. Oh. This album is amazing. Royal Priesthood. I mean, it's straight up 80s Christian. The songs, oh, I mean, The Harvest, Echoes of the Spirit. I mean, it even sounds like <laughs> 80s Christian. The back of this vinyl, you can just... Everybody we, everybody, go Google search this look album. Up Press On by Joe English. Honestly, what year did that come out? Uh, this came out in 83. Okay. On Word, of course. Honestly, it looks like it came out in 2016. Yeah. Like... It's what everybody's trying to do now, right? Oh my gosh. Even yes. this guy with the Christmas sweater... Yeah, there's a guy wearing a Christmas sweater with a with a sport coat, and then a guy wearing like a legit '80s vintage uh, uh, Golden State Warriors jacket. Yes, it's like, they took the label off. I mean, really. And and then there's the one guy who's kind of balding with the mustache. Yeah, it just looks like what every what every <laughs> like. <laughs> What every guy at every coffee shop is trying to look like right now. But so I weird. am a huge Joe English fan. Um, so he now uh, lives. It's amazing. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, plays open handed. Um, for those of y'all that oh. don't know how drummers play open handed, Rob can probably explain better to me. But your left hand, you play uh, your rod and your hi hat basically, um, and then you hit your snare with your right hand still. But it's yeah. it's all open um, it, versus cross handed. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah. Probably, well, a lot of the time you'll see people who. Who are playing open-handed. Do you know if he's right-handed or left-handed? He's right-handed. So, he's, oh, so he just plays open-handed, He just plays period. open-handed the <clears throat> whole time. A lot, of see, a lot of times you'll see drummers who are left-handed playing open-handed um, because they sat down on a right-handed drum set, uh, set up for a right-handed player who plays cross-handed, and just learned to play without having to move a bunch of drums around. Oh, that's like, cool. That I, I literally have a friend uh, who, who plays, who is left-handed, but plays open-handed because he, like, went to jazz band and they're like, we're not moving the drums for you. You can either learn to play or, you know, play, play this way or whatever. Uh, Carter Beauford from Dave yeah. Matthews band plays open. Yes, he does. And yeah, he, that you, yeah. Um, the way Joe English actually became part of wings. It's a great story. He uh, saw an ad, just a band looking for a drummer uh-huh. and he showed up in the basement to try out. And Paul McCartney is sitting there. 
No And he's like way. super nervous. Like didn't know it was from McCartney's band. Didn't know if it, he showed up just because he wanted a gig to play as a drummer. And McCartney's like, that's the guy I want. Wow. How awesome would that be to show what, up to play uh, for a band edition? Uh, oh, and my McCartney's gosh. Sitting there. Can you it's imagine? Like, Don't mess this up. <laughs> you get your, your one Golly. Job. So that's, uh, that's Meet the Band of Wings. Joe wow. English, highlight of that. Joe English. That Meet the Band Who section. knew? I had, I had no clue. Um, okay, so maybe I'm amazed. Clocks in at number 347 on the Rolling Stones 500 Greatest Songs list. Uh, between you keep me hanging on by the Supremes, which I'm not. You know, you want to sing a bar? Nah, that's okay. We'll leave that yeah. one out. Okay. But. And uh, walk this way by Aerosmith. Yes. The original recording, yes. not the Run DMC version. Not the Run version. DMC version. Um, do you? Uh, okay. Which version of the Walk This Way riff do you prefer? There's the da 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 da, and then there's a different version that's ba da 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 that starts down with the low E. Oh yeah. Some of them start with the A and they go chromatically up to the. Anyway, it doesn't I, matter. I would pl- I would say the one on the A because that's the way I learned to play it. Yeah, like that's the when I when I'm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's honestly maybe in the same. They use this both of them in the same version. If I'm thinking right, just one section is played over the over the guitar solo or something under the solo. The riff is a little different. Anyway, we're not talking about walk this way. We're, we're talking not. about maybe I'm amazed. Maybe originally called baby I'm amazed. Yeah. Did you know that? That's uh, apparently. Uh, Paul said not too long ago that the original title was Baby, I'm Amazed, but he didn't want to sound so self-assured, so he changed it to Maybe, which I think is great. Yeah. That's one of those things that you go, uh, like I've been in a, a room trying to work on a song, and you hit the one word that makes the whole thing turn and feel like you wanted it to feel, and you go, oh, that was it. Yeah. Like, yes. He's like, oh, what if we what if we'd said, uh, what if I said Maybe? You know, and he's like, oh, man, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I really nailed it. Another special Man. Paul McCartney. Hey, Paul. Thanks for oh. coming by, Paul. I didn't think you were going to make it, buddy. Yeah. Well, you know, it was in the neighborhood. Paul, you know me and you share the same birthday, June 18th. Do we now? Me and Paul McCartney, <laughs> same birthday. Yeah, Paul. Okay, all right. Well, uh, happy birthday, my friend. Thanks, buddy. I'm a, I'm a little late, but you know I... I'll send you a card. I brought you a million dollars. Take it. Sold. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so... Um, yeah, I think I think that was a good change. And you think if this is called Baby I'm Amazed, it's the hit? Yeah. I, yeah you think it would have still yeah, been a hit? that's fine. I, I think the I love the uh, self-awareness to go. Because it, honestly, the maybe lyric makes the song make a little less sense. Like if you're just listening to it, you kinda, it kind of makes you go, wait, what's he really saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Uh, but I think it totally works as a and it taken in context. Basically. The theme of this song is, crap, the Beatles are breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, did you know this song was originally supposed to be on uh, Let It Be? Yes. And it got kicked. And 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 so it's like written in the middle of, crap, I'm in the biggest rock band in the world and everything is chaos and we're breaking up and I don't know what to do, but I've got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, it's really Why don't you very... sing on this song with me? Yeah. Why don't you sing on it? I sing. But I don't even sing. Oh, come on, come love. Come on. Come on, love. Let's just, just have a go. Um. So you're spot on with Paul, like lingo. It's right? pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, I only watched the episode of Saturday Night Live with him and Chris Farley yeah. a million times. Yeah, that's so, so good. Uh, he's like, uh, oh yeah, I wasn't really dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, you remember uh, <laughs> that Chris Farley? Man, you remember? You remember when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh man! Did you remember when um, everybody thought you were dead? Paul was dead. Paul is dead. <laughs> I wasn't really dead. Um, 
Anywho, so yeah, I mean, it's to to put that in context. I think that the change from baby to maybe is really important and kind of makes the song make a lot more sense in it. Um, I actually think this has a, a an example, and I wanted to get your opinion of. We've talked before about uh, songs that have a moment in them or something in the melody that the the melody reflects the lyric. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever. And I think this song has a moment, whether intentional or unintentional in, uh, in the, the chorus section, the B section, um, <clears throat> the lyric says, um, uh, maybe I'm a man that's in the, in the middle of something that he doesn't fully understand. And then the chord that he hits, he's, <laughs> he's in D major at that point, And he hits a chord that has, major and minor elements in it oh, and it's got like it's got a d major element and it's got a d minor i never element. thought about that as tied into the <clears throat> lyric before oh, and i don't know if it's intentional or if it's because you know paul paul was a guy who would randomly throw in sure. a, a kind of minor funky chord for no reason in the, even in the middle of like hey jude there's spots where it's like you know this is really major but all of a sudden i'm going to do something that's sort of funky and mixolydian and whatever so I don't know if that's intentional or not, but I think if you tie those two together, that's really, really makes sense. Because be- before I started sort of studying the song, this is not one of my top McCartney songs. Sure. Um, um, but when I started studying, I, I go, I wonder if that's on purpose. Like that makes that chord at least make sense. Before I always went, why did you do that? There's so many just random things in here in the song in general. Yeah. So there's yeah. this. Okay. Well, this song has a, a what's called a chromatic riff. So it it starts in the key of C, first of all. And then the B section of the song, I guess it's the chorus. I guess it's technically what you would call the chorus uh, is is in the key of D. It's just a key change. And, and then it get, ends up back in the original key. Um, but uh, so we're in the key of C. And uh, he at the end of the first verse, let's let you hear it so we yeah, can talk about it a little bit. in the key of C and so he's got some you know nice chord progression this song has a couple of just really great chord progressions in it um but he lands on me I'm amazed at the way I love you and then you've got which is um for the for the non music listeners that's called a chromatic riff it means um you've got two kinds of of melody movements one is diatonic that's something that stays in the scale um, and then you've got chromatic, which is just instead of going da 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 da, da it actually uses every step on a on a piano in order. Half steps, half steps, half steps. So ba da da da. I can't even do it. Ba da 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 da. Right. Uh, instead of going like up a major scale, and so that's just this really random kind of out of nowhere chromatic riff. But it's one of the signatures. Of the song, like, do you have any other favorite chromatic riffs that you like? Or I am moments? so glad you asked because I sat down and made a list. Uh, f- first of all, just sort of famous examples of chromaticism to give you an idea of what we're talking about. I think probably the most famous example of chromaticism in, uh, I guess you would call it popular music, even though it's classical, would be Flight of the Bumblebee. Flight of the Bumblebee. Yeah, that's the- it's it's all those close notes um, and very few sort of jumps or even major melody uh, elements. Um, bringing it into the more modern times, one of the one of the more famous examples would be "Master of Puppets" by Metallica. Metallica. Um, has a very uh, very chromatic riff with broken up by going to the to the low open string 
uh, but the but the but the riff itself has you know heavy chromatic elements. Um, even in um, even in um, you think about White Christmas, I'm dreaming of a that's, oh, that's like good. a chromatic thing. Just trying to explain. Uh, and then another great example would be um, Entry of the Gladiators, which you probably know as the circus song. I never knew the name for that song. Yeah, Entry of the Gladiators. Who knew? Uh, so I, I don't know if this is my favorite, but another example that I really, really enjoy is there's a chromatic bass riff. And do you remember Alien Ant Farm? Yeah. Uh, they, they did, did a smooth, version of Michael smooth, Jackson's song. Yeah, smooth, smooth Criminal. criminal. Uh, they had a song called Movies. I don't know if you remember it or not, but anyway, uh, it was on the first album, which I really enjoy. And um, there's a the bass player is fantastic. But he's got this big chromatic riff where he kind of leads into the beginning of every chorus with his dome, and he honestly kind of wears it out at the at at over the course of the song because he does it three or four times. But a couple different times he starts it from a different place in the scale. And so it's shorter or longer, but it all lands in the same spot. And I was like, oh, you took you took a second to figure out where you needed to start that to be able to do it from there because you're just going straight down half steps, you know, for a long period of time. So uh, I really enjoy that. Maybe we'll throw that in here for the listener because it's kind of fun. I like the second part of the Joe Walsh guitar section the way it ends on the A chord in Hotel California. Um, if you listen to it, um, listen to his second round. Take okay. a quick second listen to it and see if okay. you know what I'm talking about. It'll, it'll end, it's the second section, second part of what would be the verse. So okay. it'll end on an A, but it chromatically walks down to the A on the solo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Let's listen. Yes, that's great. And actually, Joe Walsh is a great example because he does a lot of a lot of those sort of small chromatic riffs or um, or what are called enclosures. If you're if it's kind of a jazz term, but if you've got if you're like, say, on a five of a scale and you're going to go to the three and you go and then you go under it under and then to, back to, up. Yeah. He does that a lot. That's called an enclosure. Um Good example. Good call. Love some Joe Walsh. Yeah, absolutely. Underrated guitar. I don't know if he's underrated, but underappreciated guitarist, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, there's that cool music thing. Chromatic riff. Very cool. There's the piano lick on the chorus, which is an example of what's called dissonance. Like it's a, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense in the chord. It sounds a little off, but it's on purpose. Um, that's major and minor sort of playing at the same time in that case. Um, Thoughts on the guitar solo? You know, I'm pretty impressed with I the guitar love the solo. solo, except for the way it ends. I think, yes. it, I think it's amazing <laughs> all the way through. I'm like, this is a great solo. I actually like the Wings version a lot better. Jimmy plays it a lot better than McCartney does yeah. on the original. Same notes, but a lot more attack. Yeah, he, on the, McCartney plays it kind of George Harrison-y. Yeah. And I'm not a big, I mean, he's fine. I, people will kill me for that, but I, it, but there's some of the way he bends notes and stuff that I just don't like. Yeah, it's real thin on the record, and maybe it's just because it's six years prior and the recording, and it's not in a live setting. But he doesn't yeah. hit with the much attack. But I cannot stand the way the solo ends. You know what I'm talking I, about? I literally in my notes wrote last note of guitar solo is a flirt. <laughs> Play the solo. Play <laughs> okay. the solo. All right, let's listen. What we're talking about. 
Okay, so Paul, congratulations because you, he found a way to to take a really interesting chord progression and make two memorable catchy melodies like you've got the the vocal melody and then he just lays down this nice tasteful guitar melody for a solo and then he ends it with a yeah like uh yeah let down um but i think yeah but still very good the like the the solo itself is solid singable it's nice to be able to lay that over these these chords very good I'm, i'm for it um any other notes as far as musically on this song yeah it's i love the fact that it starts with the chorus yeah. Um, so other songs that start with the chorus, I thought we'd kind of just think of songs that we like or oh, big boy. time songs <clears throat> that start with the chorus. Okay. Kind of go in alternating fashion. Okay. I guess I'll throw one, you throw one. Okay. Um, I just died in your arms tonight. Cutting yeah. crew. Oh yeah. Um, I've had the time of my life. I've I didn't even have that one on my had list. Time of my life. We built this yeah. city. We built this oh, city. Good That's call. Huge do, okay, do you know that that song is one of the most hated songs of all time? I love that song. Like people hold up that song as an example of like '80s consumerism in music. That like this song is everything that was wrong about rock and roll. I have never heard that. Do, well, do you know the difference in Jefferson Star? ship and jefferson airplane do you know that i know that there was an evolution yeah, i couldn't tell you the difference i couldn't tell who's in each band okay, okay. i don't know next, either next but week. okay one of the songwriters on that song and one of the reasons that he's he still kind of has a career today made a name for himself as a songwriter martin page oh you love martin in page. the house of stone and light one of my all-time favorite albums martin page was one of the songwriters of uh of we built the city okay cool uh yeah next uh, uh, okay song with a chorus uh, let's just do like five okay uh other examples uh how about bad blood by taylor swift I don't Starts know. right on the chorus. Sorry, I'm anti-Swift. Sorry. Um, you give love a bad name. Shot to Oh, ah! that's an amazing, that's a huge, big chorus like big entry with the chorus. Yes, good call. Uh, how about Help by the Beatles? Yeah, Help. I was gonna do another Beatles song. Can't yeah. buy me love. That was Can't, that's of course. Way. You know, maybe they did that maybe pretty they, often. Yeah, I was I of, might have been a uh, a um, you know pretty pretty common. Uh, All right, let's let's see, pick one more, one or two more. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jolene by Dolly Parton. Oh wow, that's definitely not anything. <laughs> it, okay, I've got to go outside the box then. Oh man, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Bill Withers. Good call. So, Good call. You had to use all my rock ones. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, ah, I'm gonna do throw one, one more. Do, do. One more. How about Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, then I get one more. Okay. Ragdoll. Yes, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah. Living oh. in a there we go. All right. That was fun. That was fun. Good that. good category there. That's a good thing to think about. That was a good new one. Uh, notable covers of Maybe I'm yes. Amazed. Oh, man, I'm excited about this. You go ahead. Uh, of course, Billy Joel has covered it. Yes. You know, he's a, he's a huge McCartney Beatles fan. Uh, side note, uh, as far as original Beatles... Are you a McCartney guy or a Lennon guy, or do you care? George Harrison. You're a George guy. I'm a huge George I'm guy. I'm sorry I insulted him. No, yes, I'm a, I'm a George guy. Really? Yes. And so in the Beatles catalog, then, are you a... Uh, All Things Must Pass is, okay. is my album. Okay. choice. All I right. like it a lot. While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, also on the White Album. Was too. he... Did he, he wrote, did he write Here Comes the Sun? Yes, yes. Okay. He does that. that would be yeah. my favorite George Harrison yeah, song. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he actually wrote that on ukulele. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so Interesting. Um, okay. Covers. Back to covers. Uh, my least favorite. I'll tell you what my least favorite okay. is. Probably one that you like. Joe Cocker's. Have I you haven't, heard it? No, I haven't oh, heard it's it. It's bad. I need it. Is it really? Well, okay. Maybe Fa- I won't bother because I like to save face on Joe Cocker. Yeah. Favorite. Uh, also covered by uh, Faces. I don't know if it's. 
faces or the faces, okay. but it was the group that uh, uh, Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood um, back in the day. It's yeah. it's probably the most popular cover of the song. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it, but some people were like, it's better than the original. I don't think so. <laughs> My favorite cover is Brian Duncan's version. Have yes, you heard it? Yes. It's I, really good. Yeah. Uh, Christian radio played it all the time yeah. when I was growing up. It was good. It was solid. It was, it was felt like a nice, it felt like a, a better produced version yes. of like a, a shinier, glossier yes. version of McCartney's. That's good. It's like they thickened up the keyboard, did yep. a lot of stuff with the vocal part. I was a big Brian Duncan fan. Sweet comfort band. The guy could sing. Dude. The guy could sing. One of my first cassettes ever was Whistling in the Dark by Brian Duncan. Is that a you and me go whistling in the dark? Line no, on our backs and no, count the stars. Fishing no. in the dark. No, okay, well, good enough. Uh, maybe the maybe my favorite jaw harp song of all time. Fishing <laughs> in the dark. Okay. Any other notes on uh, McCartney or or on the song? Sure, yeah, I got. Uh, you know, uh, you know what McCartney's first instrument was? Trumpet. Uh, oh well, nope. Yeah, his dad was a trumpet player, and he picked up the trumpet at fourteen. But he realized that he couldn't sing and play the trumpet at the same time. So huh. he wanted to sing while sure. playing an instrument. So he got inspired to, to take up the guitar, um, actually by a guy named Slim Whitman. Yeah, who's a sure. famous yodeler. Yeah, um, and he's the voice in uh, Mars Attacks. They do his <gasps> song that stops yeah. the Martians oh, that's on right. the Indian Love Call. So he started playing trumpet at fourteen. Fourteen, and that yep. was and that was before he picked up anything else. That's yep. pretty interesting. I would have thought. I don't know. I just would have pegged him for having started at like eight or nine, being one of those guys that 14. you know. Interesting. Do you know his first band before the Beatles? He I don't. Was in a band called the Quarrymen. The Qu- oh, the Quarrymen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Quarry, yes. Quarry. Yeah, didn't um, know that. He's Man. also credited with inventing heavy metal because of Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Yeah. Listen, I I think you and I have talked about this personally, but I want to go on record as saying Helter Skelter is as heavy as anything that you will find today. Yes, that riff is a monster, uh, and it's just a. It's a for the for the for the theory nerds. It's a Mixolydian scale going from the seven to the one. How does right? Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's a Dorian scale because uh, it's got a flat third. And then and then playing the same Dorian scale over the one chord. Uh, just do you, do you have a favorite McCartney monster? Is that, we haven't oh gosh, it. I. No, I'd have to think for a minute because like, but Helter Skelter is incredible. Helter Skelter's huge. That Day, song, Day his one, but... vocals, the whole, uh, you know, Ringo's over there just smashing yeah. the poop out of the ride cymbal. Uh, oh, just that song like still kicks all kinds of butt. Um, as far as riffs, that might be my, that might have be my heard, favorite. Uh, Let think. me roll it. The McCartney. Yeah. Song. Let it, me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I like that riff a lot. A lot of. Uh, a lot of kind of extra thought put into that riff. I, I felt like, like the, the there's pull off. weird rhythmic yeah. things in it. And there's, yeah, there's just a lot great stuff to that. I riff. like that song a lot. Too. <clears throat> Very good. Um, McCartney's actually played to the largest. So the solo largest crowd ever. Okay. In Brazil in 89, he played to 350,000. Wow. So that's the largest crowd for a, a solo day. artist in a concert. It's a good day. I'm surprised. I probably would have pegged Michael Jackson for that having that record. Sir James Paul McCartney. Sir James Paul. You ever seen him? No, never seen him. I, I hope to. I'd love to see Man, him one day great. before he kicks the bucket. I saw him. I got a really discounted ticket, scalp ticket, and saw him. And he played on stage the whole time. Like, he didn't take a break. His mm. band members would take a break, but he would just bounce instrument to instrument. It was over three hours, and he was all over the stage. Wow. And he was elderly at the time, <laughs> I mean, and he still brought, brought I'm, the house. I'm, I'm always pretty shocked when I hear him now 
that he's able to carry the vocal stuff that he's able to, you know, pull off. I just always think, you know, man, these old cats could really do it. Like, you know, these guys like, like Billy Joel and guys who can still just wail and, you know, belt this stuff out. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I sing for like 45 minutes a week and my voice has to recover for three days. And I, you know, I'm like, I, man, these guys just had technique that I just don't have. Yeah. I hold a guitar in church for 30 minutes. I'm like, my shoulders get a little sore. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. You got anything else on, on McCartney on maybe I'm amazed. Uh, is this your favorite McCartney song? Probably not. No, it's not my number one, but it's in the top five. I think it's his best. It's his, I think as it's far as a song. solo artist, it's his signature song. And he, and he said he wants this to be the song that people remember him for, which is a pretty big statement sure. considering you were in the Beatles. Like you could, you could lay claim to any number of signature songs, but he says, maybe I'm amazed. This is me. This is who I am. This is the song I want to be uh, remembered for. Um, so I, I think, um, you know, I mean, Whatever. I don't think it's his best one. I like um, Jet a lot. Jet, a lot of fun. Great, great, great song. Um, I, we could do any number. I'm sure we'll cover multiple McCartney slash Beatles songs. As far as the Beatles go, uh, I'm I'm firmly in the McCartney camp. I'm not really a Lennon guy uh, at all. I have friends who would tell me I'm an idiot for that. But uh, but anyway, I'm a big McCartney guy, and uh, I'm sure we'll do a few few more of his songs before we're all said and done here. Uh, in what is sure to be a multi-decade run of podcasts right. here at the we're great song podcast. So uh, that being said, we're going to wrap up uh, for this week. That was a nice tight episode. I felt like we got a lot done in a short amount of time, took some side roads, uh, but man, we really, we really fun. just weave through that one that with great mastery. Um, so again, thank you for listening. If you're out there on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google play, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week to break down another all time great song. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music. That might be my favorite.